0: Hello, boys and girls. How's it going? My name is Lily Monroe, and you're listening to Escort Confessions. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate you uh, and your time to listen to my pretty voice. But uh, today I am going to talk about the biggest misconceptions about sex workers. So here we go. Misconception number one. People think that escorts get paid for sex. Which is not true. Escort is someone who um, arranges arranges meeting with a client and gets paid for her companionship. Getting paid for companionship is legal, while um, paying for sex is illegal. And, you know, I'm an escort, and I can count handful of times that I was not, you know, had, that I was not being paid to have sex so yeah like most of the time people book me for companionship for social dates and like on social dates we just go to movie theaters we go have dinner so escorts get paid for their companionship prostitutes are the one who solicit on the streets and that is illegal so a prostitute can charge you 30 bucks for a blowjob escorts charge at least 300 dollars an hour so yeah and advice to those sex workers or escorts who are just starting out you should not charge less than 300 and you should not do 30-minute appointments a lot of fuck words just ask me hey do you do half-hour sessions i'm like i can You just have to pay me the same because I am getting paid for my time, not for the service. So, uh, there's that. Misconception number two. Escorts are for wealthy people only. That is so not true. I know so many, you know, 9 to 5 guys or guys who work 9 to 5 and they manage to save up and still see me. Um, I <laughs> I definitely do not see like super wealthy people. I, I see people who own their own business, who um, work a lot um, and they're just regular people like you and me, so um, you know, and uh, yeah, escorts, they're not just for wealthy people. So I don't care what you see on TV. I don't care. It's probably very misleading. Like, pretty woman, uh, it could happen it could but it's so rare that a prostitute you know would find a millionaire and then they would fall in love and get married like it could happen but it's very rarely um also slightly off topic um there are a lot of tv shows there's a lot of movies about sex workers but i think that the closest one um would be good luck to you leo grande it is on the either amazon prime or hulu and it's a really good movie like i would highly recommend watching it because it has like um emma thompson in it and really gorgeous guy whose name i forgot but it's like the closest thing to you know knowing about what sex worker does what escort does so yeah so it's called good luck to you leo grande misconception number three Sex workers are being forced into it, which we are not. A lot of, I know a lot of girls and it is their own choice to become an escort. Um, But if you are being forced into prostitution, that is human trafficking and that is not okay. Like, for example, in my experience, um, I was broke as fuck during COVID and my friend got me into it and um, I had a choice to either not get into it Or Get into it. So I got into it and I was not forced into it (laughs) It was my own choice to start making money and I'm doing pretty good right now So I'm glad I took the risk. I'm glad I made that choice. So yay Um, There are a lot of girls who choose to become sex workers to pay for their college and university um, To support their families. Um, So yeah, Um, honestly, it is a choice. I think Everything is a choice, so I hope that misconception clears it out. Misconception number four. Escorts are only for men. That is so not true because I'm a female escort, as you can tell from my voice. Um, I've booked a female provider before, and I would love to book two lesbian female providers because I watch a lot of, you know, lesbian porn, and I quite enjoy looking at it. Uh, There's a lot of gorgeous women out there, so, you know, um, a lot of escorts, or, (laughs) I'm sorry, a lot of, like, regular people, um, they are women, they book male escorts. Um, I'm a female, I would love to book a male escort, um hopefully someday soon for my birthday preferably two two male escorts so they could we we could hang out and have fun and whatnot so um yeah you know booking escorts is for everybody uh there's a lot of males who book trans people uh there's a lot of females who book trans people as well and non-binary so it's for everybody honestly misconception number five it's only for those who are looking for sex and no that is not true in my personal experience um, a lot of clients book me for connection for chemistry um, because a lot of them feel lonely and just want intimacy and just want hugs and to be loved to be appreciated to be cared for And uh, a lot of single guys, they, I mean, we went out to restaurants and had social date and they just want companionship. They want a friend. Misconception number six. It's degrading to women. Absolutely not. I love this profession. I am super, super happy. Um, A friend of mine got me into it. Um, You know, I do not think that it's degrading to have sex. I do not think it's degrading to um, care for someone and to listen to someone and provide companionship to someone. That is not degrading at all. Those people who say that is degrading are those who don't know shit about this industry, those who are not in the industry, and those who just assume or watch too much television that provides fake information about escorts and uh, you know a lot of escorts they do it by choice if they don't do it by choice um they are forced into it and they are probably prostitutes so uh, there's that and like trust me when i say this a lot of escorts we are very open-minded we are self-sufficient we are independent empowered women who are uh, very well paid for our time and services and we do manage this business on our own schedule and we offer services that we are comfortable with so it is not degrading at all misconception number seven it's unsafe and dangerous um no uh that is very far from the truth um you know as uh, <laughs> as professional escort i can tell you that i do everything protected um you know whether it's You know, doing sexy time with a condom on, Um, you know, oral sex I do with a flavored condom on because you can still get STDs that way. Yeah, believe it or not, uh, please do research um, on (laughs) any STD that you can think of uh, before coming to a provider. And, you know, just in general, in case you have not taken a health class in high school or in middle school. I think I took mine in middle school, so yeah that was an interesting experience um yeah <laughs> so um so yeah I do everything protected I make sure that the client is comfortable having intercourse with me or you know he's comfortable being there um and uh, you know because if client is not comfortable being there if like I could read body language if I can see that something is wrong I'll talk to him. I'll communicate as best as I can with him. And uh, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You know, um, you don't have to be there if you don't want to. So yeah, everything is consensual and uh, very, very safe. So for both of us, because health is more important than getting STD for the rest of your life. So, but you know, thankfully a lot of STDs are treatable. So yay. (laughs) misconception number eight it glorifies drug and alcohol abuse no it does not so the only drugs i take are mushrooms weed and sometimes adderall (laughs) but i would not say that you know mushrooms are or acid or weed are drugs because they're kind of recreational drugs but anyways um (laughs) i'm getting a little distracted um, you know, it does not glorify drug use. I have not seen a provider who has meth, teeth, or does cocaine in front of a client. Um, I've never seen a client do cocaine in front of me or any other type of drug whatsoever. Um, I mean, I do smoke joint with someone, but it's super recreational. Um, I love weed and I don't think weed is a drug, uh, because you cannot addict it to it, so but you could get addicted to xanax or you know those pharmaceutical pills so um yeah and you know if somebody is escorting for for just drugs that's a prostitute you probably should not see a person like that so go go for escorts go to like professional escorts who you know charge by the hour they do not (laughs) <laughs> they do not say like, oh, I, I, can, I can have sex with you uh, for 50 bucks and that will give me enough for coke. So, yeah, don't, don't be that client who comes to prostitute. So, um, yeah. Misconception number nine. It's an easy way to make easy money. You know, <laughs> again, in my personal experience, yes, it is. But on daily basis, I have to deal with a bunch of time wasters who ask me if I am available, who are not serious bookers. And uh, I also get to deal with not clients who cannot read the ad or my website, um, where I particularly ask for screening information. So basically, I have to deal with a lot of fucking idiots. Um, but those those guys who are professional, they send me their screening and... Um, you know, like, it takes time to set the meeting up. It takes time to, <laughs> for them to do a deposit. And uh, it's usually pretty easy. Like, it should not take you more than 10 minutes to do the whole screening process. If anything, it should take you, like, five. Um, but, yeah, I know I know a lot of clients, like, they have problems with Cash App, Venmo, um, a lot of digital stuff, which I know, I know, guys, it, it can be a hassle, but um, I have a separate... A podcast episode about deposits and cancellation fees so you should listen to that um if you are curious why deposits are made and whatnot since i'm talking about it um but yeah it's not always easy um for me it's easy because i talk <laughs> a lot i like meeting new people um i you know i'm pretty real during the meetings like i cannot fake my persona like i know some providers they do that they fake they have fake name they have fake attitude they have fake personality and then you have this whole you know fake attitude during clients visit and that must be really hard (laughs) to fake everything but yeah no it's easy for me because again i like meeting new people i like to listen to them um i like hearing their story and i'm pretty down to earth so It's like going on a date pretty much, except we do it really fast instead of going around the circles like, okay, when can we meet up and whatnot. So I would say it's pretty easy for me. Um, But yeah, it just takes a lot of patience and time and uh, energy, but it's totally worth it um, for me. And I do hope for the clients and for my future clients who will keep coming back for more sexy time with Lily Monroe. And the last misconception about sex workers is that we are miserable and do not like sex, which, uh, you know, (laughs) as someone who loves sex and is definitely not miserable, I can tell you that is false. Like, that misconception is false, because... Um, a lot of escorts, they are traveling companions. They get to see the world. And I feel like when you travel, like you cannot be miserable. Like you're in a different country on a yacht or like you're in a different country exploring ruins of abandoned castles or, um, gosh, I don't like, like you're in Paris and you're getting paid to be in Paris. You get to, you know, get paid be paid as a companion, who's gonna climb the Eiffel Tower. Um, and I don't think you can be miserable doing that, honestly. Um, a lot of escorts, they, they have so much money. I mean, it's a good paying job. And I mean, yeah, sometimes it can be a job, but I, you know, if an escort is indeed miserable, then I feel like she should quit the job or just take a break. So, yeah, because I've been told um, by different clients who came to see me was because the providers that they saw before that, before me, uh, were just like, did not look like they enjoyed the experience. They did not look like they wanted to be there, like with the clients. So if you are a provider, if you are feeling burnt out, if you are miserable doing it, you either should quit or take a break. Because uh, it is a demanding job Um, You get to I don't know like like I get exhausted if I see four clients a day um, And I have to take a nap and it can drain me uh, because not only because of sex but because of I don't know talking I guess I don't know um, but yeah four clients a day can be quite exhausting Um, But yeah, um, I do not know like personally I do not know of any escorts who are miserable um, because it's hard to be miserable when you're making at least 300 bucks an hour so when most people make um I don't know like 120 bucks an hour or sorry sorry no 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 15 15 bucks an hour if not less so yeah so there's that misconception um escorts do not like sex like I don't believe that um I love sex before becoming an escort um this is like i'm just gonna tell you a little bit bit piece of myself um so I was engaged twice and uh, (laughs) sex was anything but exciting and then uh, I started to date uh whoring around for free and I was so miserable (laughs) because sex was not good I think I think I had like I was on set one time and I had this I met this amazing guy and we're still friends and I thought I had the best sex with him but then I I became an escort and I'm like oh my god that was nothing like I'm having like some real sex here and I became more sexually active I became uh, you know more hornier and whatnot and I freaking love sex like it's such a fun experience it's um, you know for a second I thought like (laughs) well after three months of doing it I seriously thought I became like a sex addict Because I craved sex. I mean, there's so many positions you can try. There's, you know, so many penises and vaginas to experience. Like, every sexual organ is different. And, uh, like, for penises, like, I like a certain girth. And I like a certain length that works for my genitals. So, yeah. Um, But that's a separate story. So... I, uh, I think a lot of escorts are pretty happy with their lives. They're making good money and they like sex. That's why they're doing this type of work. Like we are getting paid to have orgasms. So it's kind of hard to be miserable. So yeah, I really hope you guys learned something new um, that I got to clear out a lot of those misconceptions. And uh, yeah, and please tune in for the next episode where I am going to talk about how to avoid getting duxed. And feel free to book me or ask me a question by sending me an email to book.lilymanbrow at gmail.com. And you have been listening to Ask Confessions. I am your host Lily Monroe and I will talk to you guys next time.